Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today is podcast number 1515, so 1515. <laughs> the topic is mindset and the title is how to manage feeling overwhelmed. I think we all experience this and I talk about it a lot with my clients. So all my clients, we do an online journal. Uh, and they're also, it's like a Google Doc that they can write in questions and I'll write in answers. We just talk back and forth about things they're feeling. They also can, you know, email me, text me anytime like that as well. But we often talk about the sense of having to manage a lot and how that impacted their training or how they impacted their nutrition or just their mindset, how they're feeling uh, with everything that's going on in their life. So I wanted to kind of just touch on that, talk about a few things I've been talking with clients recently, and I thought that maybe it would help everybody. So we all sometimes experience uh, feeling flustered with about a million things to do on our to-do list. (laughs) And because of that sense of flustered and feeling overwhelmed, uh, we act as though we have no time for anyone or anything else. So one of the things I have to talk to clients about sometimes is balancing how to reach their goals without losing their relationships and their, their just basically treating everyone around them nicer <laughs> and just having a better maybe internal mindset with everything that's happening around them. So they might find themselves, and you might find yourself, uh, when you're feeling overwhelmed, you have a million things to do, then somebody stops you and tries to talk to you. You're either kind of rude in your response, which would be, you know, a bummer and we wouldn't feel happy about that, but it is it does happen, or maybe we have no response, they're talking, we're just super quiet and, and we're kind of, you know, hoping they'll stop talking if we don't talk, <laughs> or we're responding, they probably have no idea, but internally you're wishing they would shut the hell up. <laughs> like, don't you have something to do with your life, you know, and we all get kind of that, like, sense of uh, feeling overwhelmed, but... What I've learned to how to better manage that for myself is just to recognize that I'm in that moment anyhow. So if they're standing there talking to me, no matter how I respond, whether it's poorly, whether it's great, whether I have this horrible internal dialogue, that moment is happening. It's happening maybe against my will. <laughs> I didn't choose it. They stopped to talk to me, but it's going to happen. So make the best of it. I decide on a time limit in my mind. Depending on what's going around me, you know, and what I have to do. Do I have two minutes? Do I have five minutes? Do I have ten minutes? I decide on a time limit. And I try to enjoy the conversation until that limit. So, if I get caught in a conversation, and it's not what I would want to do with that moment, (laughs) I just kind of try to take a deep breath. And I'll say to myself, like, okay, three minutes won't kill me. uh, And I can still do everything I need to do. I can give three minutes to this. So, I'll enjoy it. I'll talk. And then when I feel like three minutes is up, I'll say, hey, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but uh, I do have to get going. I have a you know meeting to do or I have emails to do or I have something, something, something to do. And I exit the conversation. And what I know for myself, how I feel, and I, I feel like the majority of other people would feel the same, is that the person would rather you recognize them and value their presence in the conversation for a few minutes, even if you have to have an abrupt end. Rather than be dismissed entirely, or you're in the conversation with your physical body, but they can see because of your body language, your lack of response, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, and you're never responding, like, like um, 
expanding on what you're saying, that's not going to be a great experience. So rather than them feeling completely dismissed or three minutes of they can recognize you're clearly not into this, <laughs> it's better to just take a breath, enjoy the couple minutes, and then make an abrupt end. That feels kind of confrontational, especially if you're introverted, especially if you're a non-confrontational person. You don't want to like interrupt them, but it's better to be present for a few minutes and then interrupt them than to not want to be present and have it be fully clear and obvious that you don't want to be present <laughs> for the couple minutes. So this is the approach that I use, and I still mess this up all the time. Uh, because I don't do very well with creating a lot of margin in my life, I try to always do a little bit of something all the time, so I have a hard time stopping for a conversation. And I do a lot. I do manage a lot. So I, I usually do actually have a lot of stuff to do. But I am learning to calm myself and kind of enjoy the few minutes rather than being dismissive or short or clearly not paying attention to the person. <laughs> so that's something I work on, and I think it does help, and I think everybody else can benefit from that as well. Another thing that happens with us is if we're flustered with a million things to do, we procrastinate. We do nothing. <laughs> or we keep ourselves busy doing unrelated, less important work because we want to feel like we're doing something, but we don't want to do that something, that thing that we know, like, I don't really want to do. And that happens a lot is we know what we should do, but we get busy doing things that are far less important because we don't want to have to deal with the thing that we should do. Or we feel like, oh, you know, if I do that today, but if I don't do it tomorrow, what does it really matter? Blah, 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 blah. So we kind of self-sabotage and we don't do the thing that we're supposed to do. Well, some ideas for that <laughs> is to write down the things that you do have to do. If you get it out of your head and onto a piece of paper, that can help. And then you can start at the bottom if you need to. You know, start with them low-hanging fruit, as they might say, uh, is if that top thing seems horrible, don't do it yet. Do a couple low-level things, get the ball rolling, get some momentum, and you can kind of build up from there. So I was thinking for myself today is I'm, I'm doing client programs. I have client check-ins. I have to clean some boxes out of the hallway from a recent Amazon delivery. I'd like to vacuum, do some laundry. I want to cook food for the evening and uh, for the next couple mornings. So that way it just makes my mornings a little bit faster, more efficient. I have some shelves I want to put up in our home office. Uh, my wife and I, uh, from a gift from my brother, he gave us this uh, waterproof notepad that we have in the shower. My wife and I, Meredith, we write little notes to each other, you know, so it's pretty sweet. So we'll write notes to each other, and when the notepad, that paper, that page of the notepad is full, uh, I'll cut it off, and I keep it, and I frame it, and I put it up in our, our bedroom. Well, the shower note uh, in there right now is full, <laughs> so I have to kind of pull that down and... Uh, put it with the other notes and then maybe start putting them into frames because I have a couple notes backed up that I haven't put into frames yet. And then we want to put up Christmas decorations and the list goes on. So there's a lot going on. Now, what I decided to do, and I'm kind of still working through it, which uh, is just part of life, is I did a few check-ins. I cleaned out the hallway, did a few programs, cooked and ate some food, did a few programs. I vacuumed, put the laundry in, finished some programs, finished the laundry, uh, and then I took down the recent shower note. So that's one of the ways that I tend to do it is I do a, something a little more challenging, mentally challenging. And when I feel myself starting to kind of, 
you know, if I'm typing and I'm hitting delete half the time because I keep misspelling things, I need to step away for a second. So I step away and I go do something easy. So I do something from the top, something from the bottom, something from the top, something from the bottom. And I like that because it gives me a little bit of a mental break from the mentally challenging heavier stuff, but it keeps me productive. So rather than searching on social media for 25 minutes and wishing I would have been more productive with that, I go do some of the low-hanging fruit on the list. If you don't have it written down, you just kind of out of sight, out of mind. You might forget that you have to do that thing until later on you go, oh, dang, you know, crap, I could have done that with this time. So it helps to write it down. Um, and that's just one of the things that, that I do to help increase my productivity is to kind of bounce around a little bit but make sure that I'm paying attention to what's important. Make sure I'm giving time uh, to the things I need to do without getting uh, lost. Now, the other thing that we tend to be able, feel flustered about with sometimes is the frustration of where I am versus where I want to be. You know, maybe I am where I am, but I would like to be 30 pounds lighter, maybe 30 pounds bigger. Maybe I want to be stronger by 30 pounds in a certain lift or in all the lifts. You know, we have the, the goals of where we want to be. We realize where we are and we're frustrated that either we've wasted time or we're frustrated that it's going to take a bunch of time or frustrated that we're not already there. Uh, you know, so we have a lot of frustrations with that. And typically what I recommend for clients and what we kind of go through is we talk about what it would take. So I had a client recently who was talking about feeling very frustrated. He's, uh, I believe he turned 30 recently, and he feels like he underutilized his 20s. He's super mad at himself, and he's like, man, you know, I could be so much further ahead if I'd have started this at 20. And I was like, yeah, but you're starting at 30, dude, and you still have like 40 years or 50 years of stuff like to do. Like, you have forever yet. Hold on, man. Don't get too mad at yourself, you know? Um, so we talked about what it would take to get where he wanted to get to what his, like, maybe ultimate goal was, what were some goals along the way, and then what it would take to get to each of those goals along the way. We decided on an approach. Like, I gave him a couple ideas of things that might help him get there. Uh, we then determined daily actions, whether that's, you know, tracking our food, maybe it's training, certain amount of training per week. You know, we, we checked on daily things, weekly things, monthly things. We set up a tracking system, and we started doing a little bit each day. And that's it. So if you're overwhelmed, planning. Planning helps. Get it out of your head. Get it onto paper. You don't have to commit to anything just because you wrote it down. You just want to get an organized view of it. You kind of want to see the big picture. Once it's written down, it's organized. Once you can see the big picture, for some people that's less overwhelming. For other people that scares the living crap out of them and actually feels more overwhelming because they can actually see everything they have to do. <laughs> In those cases, I say, hey, we're not looking to go from zero to 100. You know, I'm not looking to go from first workout ever to an IFBB pro. Uh, you know, there's some steps along the way. Let's just look at this section now. So I said, put the other sections off to the side. Let's just look at this section. And that lessens some of the sense of feeling overwhelmed. And then what's awesome about it is you can start to do something about it. You know, the best way to address feeling overwhelmed is action. Even if you don't know what you're doing, just, just do something. Action gives a sense of hope. Because it, it now brings this belief that things can change. 
and it gives you a sense of control. It might be a false sense of control, <laughs> but it does increase your feeling of control over the situation. But that's the best way to address being overwhelmed is to prioritize what you have to do, prioritize the people around you, where they rank with what you have to do. That helps a lot. That I mean, that's indescribable benefit is to know the like priority list of people and then the priority list of the work that you have to do associated with each person or each entity and then keep that stuff in order. You know, so I might have a lot of work to do with business, but maybe my wife wants to talk to me about something. Well, business is going to get pushed to the side. I'll deal with that later. I'll figure out something. You know, I'll pray to God and I'll make God have to organize that. <laughs> so I sometimes joke with uh, my wife, Meredith, we'll, we'll talk about maybe feeling overwhelmed or doing all these other things. And I, and I often say, you know, that's God's problem, not mine. And what I mean by that is I know the priority list that I have for people and work in my life. And I believe that I'm deciding it based on uh, my belief with God and being a Christian. And I also believe that God can handle what I can't handle. So I'm like, okay, I know this person becomes before this thing. And this thing I have to do before that thing. And if I follow this order, stuff will get done. Maybe stuff won't get done. But I know it's going to lead to the long-term life that I want. It's going to lead to the relationships that I want. It's going to lead to long-term success in business with character. Um, so there's, there's a lot that we have to balance in life, but I feel that if you prioritize and you kind of rank what you have to do and who's in your life, that that can help alleviate a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, a lot of that, that overwhelming feeling that we feel. So prioritize your stuff, kind of have an idea of, of where everything ranks, who goes first, who gets the most of your attention. When you have to make a decision between two things, who wins that decision? Know ahead of time, answer all of that right away then you never have to worry about it. And then plan to do some work. You know, plan your actions, plan your day. Uh, and then just recognize that you have to adapt at times. You know, we talk about the podcast Flexible Habits. And uh, let me see if I can look that up real quick. I uh, don't know if my internet's working right now. But I think it's podcast number 916 is a podcast about flexible habits. And we talk about the ability to kind of adjust along the way that you want to do, you want to do X, Y, Z throughout the day. But it's not always going to be able to get done the way you want to get it done. Sometimes you have to use plan B, plan C, plan D. Yes, it is. Okay. It's podcast 916. It's a mindset podcast titled Flexible Habits. You can find all of our podcasts on our website. So definitely check that out. Uh, Brutal Iron Gym at, uh, well, www.brutalirongym.com. So that'll help a lot. And then we have priority ranking uh, methods and stuff like that. So podcast 480 is a mindset podcast titled Benefits of Understanding Seasons and Priority Lists. We also have podcast 817, which is a task management uh, podcast based on priority ranking methods. So I talk about the ways in which I method, uh, prioritize things. And then podcast 1023 is another mindset podcast. It's stress management options and priorities and how ranking things and, and having options of getting things done can really help you manage your stress. So those are often podcasts that I send the links to, to all my clients. So anytime we talk about stuff, I, I, you know, talk in the journal, but then I also add a podcast to it so that way they can continue to learn uh, beyond just our conversation. But that's typically uh, what I tell people is to write it all down, set your priorities, 
and get busy. Start moving. Like, if, if the best thing you can do is the bottom of the list, great, fine, whatever. Who cares? You're crossing something off the list. Great, go. <laughs> you know, get moving. Stay busy. Being active gives you a sense of hope. It gives you a sense of control. And it can lessen that sense of overwhelmingness and anxiety. So, hopefully that was some good tips. Hopefully there's some stuff in there you can take away. Check out all those podcasts that I mentioned. Again, you can find them on our website. And I wish you the best of luck. If you are feeling overwhelmed, if you want someone to listen, just shoot me an email and I'll see what I can do for advice and trying to help you out. Okay? Well, if you like today's podcast or the podcast in general, please share the podcast. The more people we share it with, the more people we can help. If you share it on social media, that's awesome. Thank you very much to those who have been doing that. James, I appreciate you doing it as well. Uh, and then also thank you to those who shared a conversation. I appreciate uh, that as well. And I'm hopefully they will appreciate it because they can send any questions and we'll answer them for free. Pretty awesome. Thank you to those who donate to support the podcast. You can do that on our website. The podcast is well over $1,000 a year for hosting costs. I give an hour to it every day. We're going to keep it for free. So thank you to those who donate. You can do a one-time donation, monthly donation, yearly donation, uh, even just 5 bucks a month. It does add up and it does help. So thank you to those who do that. If you like the information we share in our podcast, you can find more from us on Instagram. I post on there every day. And I'm posting more and more on YouTube and on our website. So check out all of those resources for more information, especially our training education videos. I'm, tr I'm recording more and more training videos of 10 minutes or less that feature me doing a workout of some focus. And then I talk through all the decisions of the workout, exercise selections and stuff. So really cool information that I think people would really benefit from. And that's on our YouTube channel and on our website. Now, if you have any questions, feedback, suggestions, anything you want to know, let us know at our email, brutalironjim at gmail.com. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.